Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to Psych in the City. I'm the Psych, Heather Abel, and the city is Hollywood, California. Today I'm here with a dear, lovely friend and actor, musician, photographer, uh, rocker, I don't know, Keegan Allen. He's amazing. He's a, he's, he's a renaissance man. Oh, hey, thanks for having me. It's, really, it's nice to be here. I'm, I'm so stoked to have you here because you probably have like people who listen to you and they'll listen to us and you're helping me out and I love you for that. Oh, you got long hair. I do. I have long hair and you've helped me out hot. a lot too. I love it. Oh, thanks. I just put it <laughs> up in a bun. Uh, yeah. No, you've, you've helped me out so much and, and um, I, I, want, I wanted to honestly, first of all, thank you. You've, you've called every single thing. Um, I'm, you know, it's funny too because growing up and in, in, in being around, you know, in this industry, you, you get a lot of people who are not authentically, you know, that don't have this gift that you have. And they, you know, will will ab abuse people and use people to do these whimsical kind of magic tricks. But you genuinely have a gift and a talent, and you've been able to tap into something that, um, you know, I've only seen a couple times in my life. And uh, it's, it's, it's quite remarkable when you are in your element. And, uh, and that's kind of, kind of how we, we met. Right. right. And I, I love you for that. And it's kind of a secret society that I have going on around here. Mm -hmm. um, I don't advertise. I don't. I have like a really crappy website. I got four people listening to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I don't promote. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. like you were referred by my lovely dear friend so-and-so mm -hmm. who referred from so-and-so who happens to be in the arts who right. happens to be an actress or a dancer or a model or a singer or a this or a that. And that's just how it goes. And that's how it's been for like 10 years now. Mm -hmm. Well, word travels fast in, in, in this kind of forum that we're in, right? Where if there is something that is a tangible uh, reasoning for something, people within this industry especially will be like, well, look, I want to be a part of that. I want to know about what's going on. And um, that was kind of how it was. Is I was referred to by a, a dear friend that I adore, um, reached out and said, hey, you know, you, you, sh you would really like this situation, this person. And I had a spiritual, I would say like a, a, a spiritual consultant, okay, of sorts. Because using the word psychic sometimes gets misconstrued with, um, you know, uh, people don't understand it. And, mm -hmm. and there's, like I said, there's a lot of fraudulent psychic stuff out there, especially in Hollywood, oh, God, um, yeah. that really is, um, I think toxic for the forum in which you operate because it, it does, it gives, I think it gives psychics a bad name, especially when it's, like I said, used in a, in a, in a, in a non-powerful way or in a way that's divisive of sorts. So getting into... Uh, this as a, as a kid, I was really into tarot cards and I was really into, I had a friend named Malcolm who passed away in 2011 and he was extraordinary 
at reading me and reading the environments and reading my friends. And, and uh, he called so many things to a T that happened. And after he passed away, very, very gracefully he passed away. He actually, uh, he reached out to me and said, um, hey, you know, can you help me move some boxes? It was like something very strange. And the reason I bring this up is because he was like, can you, bring, can you move some boxes? And I called a friend of mine and I said, hey, can you go help Malcolm move some boxes? And, and then I found out, I called him like four days later and I found out he passed away. And he was mm-hmm. hiding from, my, from me that he was going through essentially the last few days of his life and he, was, he didn't know how to really ask for me to just be there. But then I missed that, that transition for him. And it, it, was a, it was a big moment for me as growing and understanding that, that life is so short. And, the thing, and especially what just happened with, with Kobe Bryant and, right. and, and those families that all passed away in that tragic accident. I mean, nobody knows. Tomorrow's never promised. And, um, but it was, a, it was a huge transition for me and, and a big awakening because at that moment, I didn't have my spiritual friend anymore. I didn't have that connection. Right. And so I went years. And then I met you and you instantaneously, it, it's like, it was like, it all came rushing back to, you, it's not so much of a medium, you're not so, you're not so much of a psychic, but you're able to pull this almost otherworldly uh, essence out of, out, of this, out of people and spaces. And it's a true talent. Like it's, it's, it's something that you have to, I mean, if you're listening, you have to see it to believe it. I don't want to. I don't want to talk. I don't want. I don't want to talk about my personal experience too much with it because it takes away from the element in which you created. Um, God, you're uh, so sweet. Well, it's a liminality that you go through in life, right? Like right. That you go through these transitional periods, and then you go back and you regress years, and you think about all these things that you would bring up. You'd be like, oh, you know, did this and that, and you go into this headspace. And it's, it's remarkable. It's really remarkable. Um, and it makes you think. It makes you think a lot. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't pretend to know where I get it. I love what you say about other psychics, mm-hmm. you know, because I stay away from all psychics. Yeah. I have no interest in being friends with them or hanging out with them or grooving on our abilities. <laughs> it's because I'm different. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of a weirdo. I love yeah. artists. I'm an artist. I paint. I do all these other things. But I only relate to artists. And mm-hmm. I think my mind is maybe like an artist's mind, but mm-hmm. just a little more fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So that's more of what I feel. But I just feel so deeply your life mm-hmm. when I close my eyes and I hold your hand and I go within. Mm-hmm. So we were talking in the kitchen and you said, oh, do you remember this? And I'm kind of like, I don't remember a lot because I go into a weird trance-like state. Right, yeah. And I start getting like downloads Correct. on all your stuff. Yeah. And and I did see someone who passed away and it was a really heavy moment for us and things that only we could you could have known. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 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 there they are. I mean if you feel my arm right now it's it's yeah. all hair standing on end and that's oh, yeah. that person that we know who Ooh. who it is. Yeah. Right? And they are here right yeah. now. Oh man. And so you see you want to feel my yeah. arm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's I'm, him. Yeah, I'm yeah. yeah, it's freaky. So we we have, <laughs> you know, it's like that. It's yeah. like that. But I just keep it sacred i keep it quiet i mm-hmm. keep it underground mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it, it, people have always tried to make tv shows about me it never seems to work out i think there's a reason why yeah yeah you know? well you never know and that's the thing is with that with the entertainment industry <clears throat> it's difficult because 
you know, right now in social media, social media runs everything and social media has turned into this thing where the introspection that was normal in, and I'm going to bring it up because dogma and religion plays a part in this. A lot of people that are very heavily religious or even conservative, they are not able to understand this. They don't even want to hear it. They can't, they, they can't wrap their head around they think it's all voodoo magic tricks, and it's and I'm here to tell you that it's actually not. It's quite the opposite. It's a very very spiritual experience, um, and it doesn't need to involve any kind of political or, or religious dogma. It, mm-hmm. It's it's about self care, self love, and self awareness, but even deeper in a, in almost like a, an extraterrestrial space within ourselves that we lock information and memory and. And when you go into that introspection, uh, especially within religion, uh, in the past you've been only part of your community, and now because of social media, so many people that are locked into, you know, sometimes very troubling situations, they're able to see outside of these things. And um, spirituality now is so many different things. And for me, this really helps me. Uh, coming to you really helped me to see a path and understand um you know it's not a hundred percent like when you're like okay this this is going to happen if you continue the way that you are and and so that you are on the right track or hey what you're doing is not the best thing right now maybe you need to just change a like a little bit of a correction here and you know frequencies and thinking you, you are what you think about most of the time that really exists but to have someone that is able to tap into that uh, that vein almost of knowledge or, or understanding. Um, I almost want to ask you this. Do you tap into, I mean... You can ask God, me whatever so, you want. Yeah, so I love like, it. So no one ever asks me anything. <laughs> so so, so, if, so what, what are your thoughts on, the after, on, on an afterlife or God? Is it a, some sort of a harmonic convergence of... I love the way you speak, by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but, but but is it some sort of a harmonic convergence of... The harmonic convergence. Just that is so lovely. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but, but go on. But is but what is God or what is the afterlife to you? Is there... Is it, is it dimensional to you? Is it, is it something that you're able to step into? Because I know you've said you've had this gift... For most of your life, if not all, all your life. life. Yeah, I mean, from the age of five, I remember having vision. So it's as long as I can remember. So I, I assume I was born this way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and during that time, because I'm I'm this is not I'm not saying this just to be weird, but I have a clairvoyance as well. And we talked about yes. this. that comes up sometimes, and it's it's it sometimes is really really intense. Right. Um. And I've never fully understood it. I know that if I was to like hone in on it I would be able to do something with it but uh there was a time in my life in my early 20s that I would moonlight tarot reading on the side (laughs) for my friends what have you done (laughs) well it was just for fun but it was usually really crazy because it would all be pretty I would be able it's like you know it's like walking around in somebody's life with like really deeply like foggy goggles on and you're like feeling around and you're like is this is this what I think it is? And they'll be like, yes. Or they'll be like, actually, no, but wow, that's crazy that you see that, you know, mm-hmm. feeling. Um, but what I'm interested in is like, what are, what are your thoughts? Because, okay, so the idea that you're able to feel these 
these presences, these 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 apparitions, these um, these energies, right? These frequencies yeah. of path, people have passed. So Casper, cat, this the, correct. <laughs> You're able to feel that. Do you do you find that to be because there is there is an afterlife, or is that some sort of a, a silver cord in which this this energy exists in our reality parallel to an, another reality, or is it just an essence, a mist that exists only for a finite amount of time? Oh my God, why aren't you the president? Like no, the no. way in which you <laughs> no. line that up is fucking awesome. <laughs> the way in which you line that up is fucking awesome. No one has ever uh, presented it to me that way it's succinct it's intelligent it's covering all bases um the the middle one okay so there is some sort of a parallel to you of where you're able to tap into so you do believe that there is some sort of a soul afterlife there has to be right yeah or, or do you or what do you what do you feel well so a lot of healers and, and I don't call myself a healer number one mm -hmm. because I'm still trying to heal myself mm -hmm. and I'm just as fucked up as you so mm -hmm. I'm not down with like oh I'm a healer you know I, I do say spiritual advisor mm -hmm. which I'm contemplating losing that title too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway but but what, but what I'm uh not that you're fucked you know what I mean? Yeah, no, hey, look, <laughs> but I, think I we're respect all that. Up, I, have a, I, mean? I have a reverence for the fact that you're not coming here and being like, I got everything figured no, out and I, I got all the ghosts not with at all. me. Like, not no, at all. I don't. That's, I don't. That's respectful. But I, here's, I like what, here, here's what's up, Keegan. I feel like I, I know a, certain, a few things to be true. Mm -hmm. When I tap in, when I close my eyes, I get a rush of images and things mm -hmm. that that start coming from what I call God. Mm -hmm. I'm not too. Uh, I don't care about universe. I say God. I don't mm -hmm. care mm -hmm. if you're offended. I don't care. Oh, I, yeah. I I have this deep love for God mm -hmm. uh, because I feel like in order for me to feel safe, I have to identify it as God mm -hmm. because I don't want to uh, uh, feel like it's from a dark place. Mm -hmm. So I say God. And I believe in God. And so I'll say God is telling me, um, you know, and I don't use all the hippie shit like spirit or guides or this or that. I just call it God. It's all encompassing. It's a good, warm, beautiful feeling. Mm -hmm. And I get that big, beautiful, warm feeling when I hold your hand. And then mm -hmm. your life starts <clears throat> coming at me like, like crystal rain, like running over my mind. And then I see all of Keegan's life, right? Mm -hmm. And I do preparation prior where I, I center myself and, mm -hmm. I, and I'm only getting into your vibration, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then you come here, I hold your hand, and then all the downloads start coming. I feel like this is, it, it's really weird, but it's like a message, messages from God. Mm -hmm. And then things happen, like you see, like my skin starts to break out in hives, mm -hmm. and that is spirit of a person who passed. Mm -hmm. Then what happens, which happened with us, is that person who passed shows me images mm -hmm. that only you would know. Mm -hmm. Which yeah. you remember with, oh, the, yeah, yeah, with yeah. The, this. That's why I'm here. Right, that's why <laughs> okay. you're here. Because so I, I, started calling I was that freaking shit out. And only this person would Correct. have known. Yeah. And so then we had a very intimate moment. Yes. Because very, very much so. there is no way in hell anyone on this earth would have known what I said to you mm -hmm. except for the person who passed. Correct, yes. So 
it's not like I'm trying to be like, here's a magic trick. Check this out. Correct, yes. No, it's because my heart's connected to your heart, mm -hmm. and I care about you, and I want your person to come through and give you some solace. Do I know where the money's buried? Probably not. Am, am I going to give you the lottery numbers? Probably not. <laughs> it's about sentiment. It's mm -hmm. about feeling. It's about the heart. Yeah. And I'm so completely attached to the heart that it causes all kinds of trouble in my life sometimes and everything else because it's all heart for me. It's mm -hmm. all soul for me. Yeah. And you guys, my clients, are like my babies. I don't have kids because you're my babies. Mm -hmm. If you were to text me, like the other time I texted you out of the blue, I'm not saying, hey, give me you know, $500 because I'm going to yeah. tell you something. Right. I text you. I tell you what my heart feels. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, Keegan, PayPal me. No. No, 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 no It's like my heart's feeling this right now about so-and-so. Yeah. And I, I'm reaching out to you because I love you and I care for you. Yeah, yeah. No, and it very much, it feels that way. And um, just to, I mean, not, not going to talk about what happened, but I will share um, that, you know, when we had first met, uh, you shared with me some things that, uh, that honestly only the only the person that I spoke to uh, about this before they passed told me, and there there were, there were very very uh, specific things that you couldn't have just guessed. There's no way. There's just absolutely no way. Um, you couldn't have Googled it. You couldn't have found out from a friend. You couldn't have found out from a lover. You couldn't have found out from anybody. It right. was it was it was too um, it was too on the nose. So just to get that out of the way, there there is no swindling that you've done. You you are legitimate, and uh, when you reach out to me again, you would call things. I mean, even down to specific dates, you would be like, "Oh, it's uh, between." Oh, I'm big with numbers. I'm yeah. good with numbers. I'm a little numbers. A little savant for for real. And and the fact that you know you're sitting there and almost like bicamerally like naming off these downloaded thoughts. Um, which, which I want to talk about bicameralism with you because I really feel like the way that you associate these images and these things, you're able to pinpoint locations, feelings, emotions, um, actual specific objects and in, in, in pull them out and somehow employ them to help the person that you're reading get to that space with you. And it's, it's instantaneous. I mean... Listeners, you know that if you smell something and it reminds you of something, you're right back into the place. You know, if you, or if you if you see something and it's it's nostalgic, you you actually your service is nostalgia at but in almost a simulated reality. You will bring a nostalgia to your to who you're reading that only they will understand and the person that you're somehow medium between, um, which is which is crazy to me it's just perfectly in it's it's a perfect symbiosis between two different people and then this third party which that's why I was interested in asking you is because there there are so many questions when this happens right then you get into this existential dilemma right where for me I'm not an atheist but I'm very um I had a hard time in my early 20s figuring out if there was a God. And now I know for a fact, for a fact, that I don't need faith. I know for a fact that there is a God that experiences itself through every piece of consciousness that exists, whether it's this table, whether it's this microphone, whether it's the dog, whether it's, it's us, the lampshades. Every inanimate object, everything that's been made, created, destroyed, whatever, 
it experiences itself through that consciousness. So is this some sort of a carbon mist that existed? So like you feeling the, the passing soul come through somebody is that because it it, it doesn't it, like only what exists in our dimension exists or it passes through to a dimension that no one can understand and that somehow is how you're able to pick up this frequency i would guess yeah the latter yeah i would guess yeah because i always say i don't know yeah, and it's so... it's like i never want to be sanctimonious or braggadocious or any of that shit because it's like I'm just another freak. You know what I mean? I it's like that, yeah. I, I don't I don't know where it comes from. I wish, you know, a lot of psychics will be like, well, it's spirit guiding me and I'm on a mountaintop with a flowing <laughs> robe and everything's great and I'm the best and and I'm evolved and everything's perfect in my world. It's not true. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like yeah. I struggle with all kinds of things and and um, I, I grew up in a really difficult environment yeah. and um, struggled with drugs and alcohol and everything, you yeah, know. And yeah. I went through a lot of pain because of this. Yeah, yeah. You know. Did it ever, did it ever, uh, were you ever able to read your own life? I so, am. So you can see things coming. And that's another thing about other psychics. They always say, I can't read my own life. Ah. Oh, I read my own life. Do you rabbit hole through it? Uh, basically. <laughs> kind Is it of. like a snake eating its tail? It's fucking weird mind fuck. that's crazy so there's a lot of a lot of um of me that enjoys and tries to shut down a lot mm-hmm. so when i was into drugs that was the big draw mm. was to check out from this gift is it like ayahuasca or wh- i never did of, ayahuasca i was like more in, yeah in, at 13 i took lsd oh, and i was like this is fucking awesome, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so I was very early in drugs, uh-huh. like 13 through 16. And then um, throughout my life, I've had struggles, you know? Do you think that the the, the LSD or, or any kind of psychedelic ha- helped, or psychotropic things, helped to evolve your gifts and make make it more tuned? Or do you think it muted it? And Well, LSD helped me. Helped you. I feel. Mm-hmm. When I took it, that made me realize the the beauty of the universe, mm-hmm. that we're all one, mm-hmm. and that every that it, that we are so much bigger than, or this is so much bigger than us, right? And there's mm-hmm. so much going on. And I really did start to tap in to spirituality, to my gifts, to reading yeah. people, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I, it opened my mind completely. Mm-hmm. And my parents, who are hippies, they, they both agree uh, with me that without LSD, you're not going to see the world in the right way. Yeah. yeah. So I agree with that. I know that's controversial, but I don't care. Well, co- so the controversy, right, <clears throat> with, with certain drugs, especially like psychosomatic drugs or anything that alters the mind, um, you know, Rick Strassman wrote a really, really good book called The Spirit Molecule on dimethyltryptamine and the studies and cases in which people were affected with psychosis previous to taking the drug um, were then administered, uh, you know, LSD or uh, psychocybin mushrooms or dimethyltryptamine, DMT or ayahuasca, whatever you want to call it. And uh, most of those studies went on to prove that the psychosis actually diminished because of the loss of ego. And once you are stepping outside of yourself and your awareness is seeing what you're dealing with, 
it actually removed a lot of the psychosis because people were able to witness it which is so difficult to understand until unless you yourself have gone through that you don't understand it and i i can say i understand that um but it's interesting to hear that your experience with um something that is mind altering and somewhat um i guess like transformative right uh that you were able to within like this transient space see what you were going through and then now use this for I guess service to other people and sometimes I'm sure that you're out and you're walking down the street and you go like uh oh like and you see or feel someone or you feel something every day (laughs) like I can't imagine that like that's that's the thing is that like in essence you're like Batman you're like the you're like the cave crusader because no one knows like you move in silence in this world mm. and no one understands how daunting and heavy that is god i love you who are you oh, like no. this is like the best i'm having so much fun um i've never had anyone so introspective or thoughtful uh come up with these kinds of, of questions i'm really enjoying well, i think this. it's really it's important for listeners to, to so hear this, this stuff though i'm so enjoying this oh, i love it because um <laughs> I feel like crying. No, no, don't. It's no, okay. I do. It's awesome. Well, it's okay. It's Because people good. Don't, don't think about me, you oh, know? but it's important. People should it's know. It's really neat that you're coming up with this stuff. Oh. I, I'm, like, crying. Oh, it's okay. It's um, okay. Because it, a, lo- a lot of my work is for other people, which is great. But it's like I'm, you're really helping me to um, become introspective, and I love that. Um, so what was the question? <laughs> you're well, just making me feel, and I love that. I love feeling. Oh, absolutely. But usually I'm more concerned with the other person. So yeah, that's So the fact that you're why. pulling things out of me is really beautiful. Well, it's because you're at service, and people need to know this, is that when you're a legitimate person of service, you're a soul of service, right, <clears throat> and you walk through this earth, and you're taking on all these energies, and we talked about this last time. Yeah. I was like, how do you rid yourself of that? Or, right. or or what it's like almost a superhero quality no one knows the struggle of like okay so just a, a quick platform here right no one understands the struggle of, everybody understands their own struggle and they right. saunder to other people and they see other people in the distance as background in their life but right. their own triumphs and victories and failures and disasters are, are upfront and personal Right. You have to walk through the world almost like a turnstile of, of hundreds of thousands of emotional energies oh, at all yeah. time. It's intense. Yeah. It's fucking intense, man. Yeah. And and it's like endless. And and my biggest struggle is the beginning of the day I have to go to the gym. And mm. the gym is a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. You know, these people have the craziest energy. Yeah. And my only friend there is this homeless woman because she's the most evolved and she's the coolest. Yeah. You know, and she's like 300 pounds and crazy and everything else but we relate mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and we and we bond and we love each other and, and no one else talks to me and no one else sees me and um you know the energy is so intense so fucking intense and yeah. i'm just like i've got to work out my body mm-hmm. and my knees are blown out so i can't go outside on the mm. pavement and run right mm-hmm. so and it's like it's i get up at four so i can't go to hiking because 
the canyons are shut down. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, so I'm at 4 a.m. at the gym going like, please block the energy out. Please block the energy out. Just work your body. And so you have to do like things like that that are ordinary for people are so difficult for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ralph's, the yeah. grocery store. Oh, my God. Oh my Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So difficult. Yeah. All that stuff because I pick up other people's energy. I yeah. feel it. And uh, there's a lot of darkness out there, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, there is. And it's like mud for someone like you. I mean, normally, and I don't want to say, so the normal, like being normal is is very difficult to, to say, right? So like if I was to say a normal person goes to a grocery store, yeah, they may have social anxiety. May Yeah, they may have a public, uh, oh, oh, I don't want to be out in public right now. I feel like this or I'm, I'm insecure. I have my egos, this and that. That's not what you're dealing with. What mm-hmm. you're dealing with is on a totally different plane it's almost it's almost a foreign uh, idea to most human beings to understand that it would be essentially like an ear-shattering i know this because i deal with this I know. on a daily basis i know you do um and and that's why i wanted to talk to you about this because like there's not a lot of people that come out to talk about uh you know, clairvoyancy or, or, or deeper like mediums or psychic energy or all that stuff. Because people are like, I don't want to hear about that. I don't, I don't believe you. And it's so overwhelming for me. I can't imagine on your level. So what do you do to rid that energy? Do you, are there crystals that you keep mm-hmm. around you? Labradorite? Is there like a thing that you... Uh, that I you meditate, pot. you smoke pot. Okay. Hey, look, I, that's, that's, that's number one. Pot shuts it all off. Oh, interesting. Which is, which is terrible. I mean, you. I don't care. Judge me. Everybody no, judges me no, all no, day no. long anyway. But weed shuts off my visions. It mm. numbs them out. It shuts everything off. Yes, mm. I'm numbing out. Whatever. I don't. I don't know if I'm numbing out. But for what it does for me spiritually is it shuts off the visions. Mm. I only do it at the end of the day because if I'm walking through life numbed out or stoned or whatever, I'm not present. I like being present. But at the end of the day, I'm so done with being present. Mm-hmm. I'll have a few tokes. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Um, it's like a cure-all. Yeah. I also suffer from deep migraines because oh. um, of getting like all the down. Like thunderclap migraines? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And I had a, 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 a guru tell me that I had a hole in the top of my head that was oh. receiving the information, oh. and that's why I was getting migraines. So weed, again, very good for migraines. Yeah. No pill. I don't like pills. Migraines and is weed. My gift is weed. Um, and then uh, salt baths. Yeah. Uh, walking, yeah. meditation, okay. chanting, yeah. anything for me that empties the mind. These mm. days, I mean, I'm uh, I'm older. Mm. My mind is very empty. I work, I, I'm like one of those boyfriends, ladies, that you uh, want to kill. What are you thinking? <laughs> Nothing. I'm that guy. What are you thinking? Nothing. Oh my God. I'm that, that guy. Yeah. I'm thinking nothing. That's great. You got to think nothing. I agree. As I get older, I'm in my 30s now. And as I get older, I can't, I cannot tell you how much I relate to what you're saying. Right. Um, but I want to touch on something that's really fascinating that you brought up. Sure. Uh, the fact that marijuana, so cannabinoids are usually in ancient times, okay, 
seers, people that were of 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 uh, spiritual guidance within tr- tribes and and even in in, in um, Native American culture as well. Right. Right. Uh, marijuana was uh, used to almost to exacerbate those things right. and to elevate and to highlight and saturate the visions. Um, so that is fascinating that that is your off switch. Yes. Um, why do you think that that is? It's so weird because, I mean, I get it. And there's so many people who are um, charged by marijuana. Like my best friend Liz in high school, mm. she, we would smoke weed and she would go get straight A's and crank and be inspired and yeah. this and that. And I'd be like, give me a hostess and like I'm taking a nap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's two types of weed activation, I think, or mm. two types of weed people. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's the shutdown. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's that. like numbness. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, but I love that it takes me out of the intuitiveness. Mm. I love that it takes my visions out and it just makes me go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's you know? great. But I could never do a reading stone. Here's mm. the other thing. Drunk. Well, I'm not a big drinker. Mm. Never have been. But if I'm drunk, I can read the shit out of you. Mm. So that's why they call them spirits, right? Because people used to have that Get word. out! Well, so this is an interesting thing. I was going to bring that up too. That alcohol is is a is usually like they would say like for example like i i own a this is a fun one personal but who cares this one's funny right um and crazy too i own a home that was uh, built in the mid 1800s okay it's so old the house it was during the comanche indian wars okay right. in in and uh the deed of the house the home deed that's written out by hand by the person that built it put in the deed back in the 1800s that Indians were not allowed to drink spirits on the property. Yeah. Now, the the reason they call them spirits, I think, is because they would um, elicit spiritual experiences in those that were closer to the sun, so to speak, right? Like, you were almost the Icarus of uh, a certain popula- population of, of human beings. So it's interesting that the weed shuts it off completely and is almost like a, a bank vault. And you're able to... Catch your breath and like relax and get yourself ready for when it goes, when it, when it's slow, like the second you take a puff, it's like the bank vault closes and then it's slowly opening as time oh, yeah. goes by and then you're coming Bing. back out. Yeah. But it's interesting that the alcohol somehow uh, brings it magnified. My really? days at the Abbey with the gay boys. Oh my God. I was reading the shit out of everyone. That's amazing. It was nuts. Oh wow. I was known as like this. Yeah, I was ridiculous. Now, have you ever experienced uh, an action? No, I know that you deal with the auditory and the visual uh, experience bicamerally where you may hear this otherworldly. The voice, by the way, bicameralism is the voice that you hear. Um, on your on your brain that tells you that you have to go to the bathroom or pick up something at the store is also was at one point perceived as the voice of God and it was this consciousness and as the origin of consciousness continued through 
the ages, people were able to delineate that this was in fact your own consciousness, your own ego, and your own voice monologue, inner monologue. Um, but what's so interesting to me is... You know I'm a sapiosexual. <laughs> you better stop this shit, man. <laughs> but what's interesting too about all of this is that this voice that comes to you and gives you information, are you ever experiencing um, dangerous real spirits that come into your reality with physical force? Okay, beautiful question. God, Keegan. It's important for people this to know like this. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> I've never had anyone ask me the questions that I have in my head. Hey, I, I want to These are the questions that I have in my head. You're so fucking cool. I really appreciate you. Of course. Thank of course. you. I'm happy to be Thank here. Thank you. I appreciate you. Um, so what was the question? <laughs> um, no, not physical. For, uh, okay, uh, came close, mm. but no. Like no, pol- like essentially poltergeist. Right. So... Oh, yeah. No. Yes, I have. You have. Yes. Like where it comes into yes. physical reality. It's 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 pretty much. Yeah. It's it's horrific. Yeah. But not that often. So now there there's a there's something that I, I figured for myself and I don't know who said this, but it came to me like when I last year. So I was re- renovating this house from the 1800s and I never was able to stay there. I was always scared. Um, because there were sp- there were spirits there of course because it's from that time. Um, and I'm very sensitive to things. So yes. like even when we wa- when I walked in here at this undisclosed location the first time, I felt the spirit of an older woman um, that sister. was yeah I call her sister. Yeah, and she was like I felt like she was like a, like a very strong personality. And uh, when I came in this time, she was no longer here. And uh, and we discussed this. And when I was renovating this house and going through all this, I was very scared to stay there. But I realized that there's no such thing as haunted places, just haunted people. And what happens is, is that I have only experienced being haunted or affected by something because I myself hadn't cleared something Mm -hmm. and I was susceptible. And, uh, I wanted to ask you, do you find, when, when do you find yourself the most susceptible to, not even evil spirits, but just maybe maybe like um, mischievous spirits. Right. Great fucking question. I'm so loving all this. Um, so I totally agree with you mm. because I, I like to feel, I liken myself to light. I feel like I am light, thank God, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the darkness doesn't come upon me very often, right? Mm-hmm. But I did, there's like some guy who owned a record company or something, and he had this entity in his house. Mm-hmm. And so I went over there, and I f- felt the entity, yeah. right? And it was above his bed. Mm. Oh, great place to be. Right, <laughs> right. How do you sleep, yeah. right? Oh, man. So it was like this vortex. And yeah. so it was real. Mm-hmm. I felt it. I saw it the whole nine, right? So I had to go through the whole thing to get rid of it. Um, and, and that was probably the closest I've come to seeing something that was like an entity or evil or this or that. You know, people, I think psychics will prey upon this, the customer and be like, you have a curse, you have an entity, you have a blockage, you have a darkness, you have this. It's not rampant. It's not all over the place. I think it's rare. I think it's intense. I think it does exist. But as far as my career and my life, have I encountered it many times? No. Mm-hmm. Very seldom. 
Yeah. We, we actually talked about a friend of mine in one of our readings that we had. And um, I know that you had gotten in contact with him. Uh, and thank you for that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to bring that up because that was really interesting to me. And I won't, you know, name anything, but I will tell you kind of something. And I think the, the, the listeners would really enjoy this story because it's kind of a crazy story. Cool. Um, so I, I have a friend of mine that I've known for, for over a decade. We, we are very, very close. And he, um, he, was, he had been experiencing a pretty dark energy in his life uh, for years and years and years. And I had known him. He comes from a very, very um, a good background, very supportive background, has a lot of great friends. And he, he uh, spends most of his, his life um, very, very involved in, uh, I guess, like, video games, but video games that are, you know, that of very, you know, um, competitive killing games. Mm. And uh, we we talked about this because um, he got brought up in one of my readings and you said, you know, hey, like there's an energy around him. And this is because in his past life, he was a warrior or some sort of a, 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 an assassin of sorts and that you are bound to him as friends because in the past life, he saved your life. And wow. you both, and I was like, wow, that's so crazy. I'm like tripped out by that because when I had first met him, like we're, we're, be- we're best friends for years and he's always been like right there for me, like a good, good friend. But I always felt like this thing where I'm like, he's my best friend, but like I always feel like this long history with him. It's not even like, 10 years long like it feels like a hundred years long right this weird medieval history like we we fought wars mm-hmm. together we mm-hmm. were knights together we were we were ambassadors of another colony like we were in this life many times together That's so good. and yeah and when you brought that up to me and you told me about that it was pretty remarkable um do you did you have how many lives have you lived Six million? Yeah, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I, I can't tell you. Countless. Just an insane amount. Yeah, I feel so yeah. old. Yeah. I feel ancient. Yeah. Because it's like, even as a child, I felt so fucking old, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. I just am like ancient, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 that's why I'm so juvenile. Mm-hmm. in my ways because mm-hmm. I hang out with like our mutual friends are like in their 20s oh, yeah, and yeah. they're like my besties yeah, yeah. and I'm like it could be their parent but it's like I, I love the energy of youth yeah you yeah. know I feel it be- because there's 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 so much innocence there and in innocence there's enlightenment right right you know? oh totally because like people my age are all burnt out and pissed off and bitching about everything that's no fun yeah there's no there's nothing rejuvenating about that there's nothing rejuvenating yeah, yeah. So, well, there is a tide shift i believe right now that's happening where um age i mean everybody always said for generations age is just a number and like you're 50 uh 50 is the new 30 like right but here's the reality of that i think that because of the consciousness that's happening um with the involvement of not just social media but just like awareness in general um, self-awareness is mm-hmm. so much more youthful uh, now than it's ever been because you're able to do things without needing the construct of permission. Um, and I'll give you an example. Like, let's say you wanted to, to, to 
you know, really put yourself into check where you're, you're self-love and you're happy and all this stuff. Well, you can research online amazing classes of meditation and transcendentalism and understand it without paying a dime. You can go and learn, learn about diets and understanding like why sugar is poison and all these things. Like it's all referenced there that it was never been there before and it's okay to not know. And that was another thing that like when my parents were my age, um, you know, health was a huge issue in the 70s. I mean, we watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, everybody's smoking and drinking and they're like, <coughs> like, wonder what's wrong with me. Like, I can't understand why I'm coughing. And I like, haven't seen it yet. I oh, want to see it. You'll so love bad. it. It's okay. so good. It's cool, great. Cool. Um, but, 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 um, how do you feel? Um, what do you, what are your thoughts about mental health in today's world now that you have dipped into so many people within the the colony of the the entertainment industry that you're at like the precipice of the people that show their faces to so many people show their personalities are constantly watched by the public what are your thoughts on mental health when you're dealing with that kind of this is the shit I think about, man. I, hey, like, I, everything you're saying today is like everything I think about all the time. You're a nut. Will you marry me? Oh, I'm already married. I'm already married. I'm on my second marriage. Um, oh, God, Keegan, seriously, this is so fun. This is the most fun I've had doing this. Oh, I'm happy to hear I'm that. Really, I'm really It's fun for me, too. I think, and it's fun. Ask for, me these things. I think it's fun for the listeners, too, to get, a, to, get a, well, to get a view of something that they don't quite understand. Right. You know? But you're, I mean, you should be doing documentaries at some point. Or have oh. you thought about it? I am. I'm working on a documentary right now. Of course you are. It's so funny. Well, of course I just read that yeah, off yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> And no one would have known. So. <laughs> well, there you go. I outed you. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm into it. Well, okay. So anyway, and I didn't know either, so whatever. <laughs> um, and we're not going to say what it's about, or are we? Well, we could talk about it. It's, on, it's about the sugar industry. And oh, how, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and that's why I said sugar-free to you, and I you, know, you said something out. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of so course. It's all just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. So, what was your question again? I'm sorry. Yeah. So, Gemini and me. No, no, it's all good. I, I wanted to know your views on mental health. Oh and... God, I feel so strongly about this. Yeah. Okay. Number one, psychics are not therapists. Mm. Oh, dude, I love that. Dude, did you guys hear that? Psychics, psychics are, are not, not therapists. therapists. Do not go to a psychic and think you're getting therapy mm. or a shortcut to therapy. This is amazing. It's super dangerous. Yeah. Super dangerous. Mm. Mental health is so important. I suffer from depression and anxiety. Ooh, mm. shocking, I'm sure. Mm. But it's like, uh, so the fact that I've dealt with my own mental health my entire life and received help from professionals uh it's just it's just ridiculous and mm. I have people who come to me for uh, spiritual guidance but if you don't combine that with correct mental health mm -hmm. care then it, it, you're sorely mistaken mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's so important that people know that yes um, that this is a lot the, the, the point of going to a psychic or a medium um, an actual real one, not the ones that you see on the side of the road where it's like a psychic palm reader. Mm -hmm. um, a legitimate one like Heather that understands that this is, it can be very detrimental to your mental health if you're coming into it to somehow seek therapy. 
like a band-aid people come like yeah. they want a therapy band-aid yeah and then if i tell them some fantasy stuff that makes them feel better they're all stoked on it i'm not that psychic correct yeah i as you know tell oh, you yeah. things that could hurt oh, or yeah. that are harsh or yeah that are dark yeah because i see what i see and yeah. i say what i see yeah now th- now there's another side of this in which i've gone to you many times to to seek comfort in knowing not just that i'm like in the right place just to know like comfort in there's there's a comfort in knowing um especially when you're able to step into that plane of existence in the like the middle ground and go like here's what is happening right now mm-hmm. and then that triggers for me sometimes a, an extreme amount of comfort um not to be mistaken for therapy not to be mistaken for right. uh, a band-aid um but well, it's compassion and it's empathy and correct. sympathy and love. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing with me is all of my clients, my regulars, I simply love mm. with all of my heart. Mm. So it's like I, I, I can't help that. There's no boundaries there. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, I have boundaries. I'm a spiritual advisor. No, I'm in love with all you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just my heart is totally attached because the minute I hold your hand, the minute I go within, the minute I tell you your story... My heart is attached. That's the only way I can read. Yeah. Is I mean, you're attaching living that my life. heart to you. Yeah. So do I love you, Keegan? Yes, I love you. Oh, thank you. I do. Because my heart attaches to yours when I read you. Mm-hmm. So it, it's not like, oh, I, I am a professional. I don't view myself as a professional anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just hanging out doing my groovy stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I have love for you, too. Honestly, thank you. You 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 very much. Have, well, uh, I mean, I I I can, I'm I'm super super uh, kind of taken aback that you would use your uh, platform of fame to help me. That's incredible because I know you're deeply private, mm. and um, that touches me. And then the fact that you you use this podcast to ask me questions. Well, I think it's important. I mean, the the other part of it is that you know, I talking about. Talking about this with you is so much more interesting than anything I could bring to the table. Like, I'm an actor, photographer, slash musician that lives in Hollywood. There's a million of me. There's only, like, a few real, legitimate people that have your talent and understand the world in the way that you understand it. So to me, it's way more beneficial, I think, for your listeners and for myself to be able to ask these questions that... You know, I would never really, I don't think a lot of people would be comfortable asking because they don't understand it. And I kind right. of feel like sometimes I do understand it without saying that in, in a way where I'm like, I understand it. No, I you don't. do. You're so fucking bright. But You're I, so smart. But I do find that this time that, um, especially to be talking to you, is that the l- listeners will be interested in knowing why what what you have to say and the things and the experiences that you've had are wild like just crazy wild stuff that we've experienced you and i i can't even imagine the concatenation of things that you've gone through with with uh stories and things that you are probably not allowed to share or that you are allowed to share or or that you have yet to share 
Um, well, I got a few I can share that are insane. I want to hear insane them. Insane shit. Let's hear it. That you can't explain away. Okay. But that's why it's like, well, first of all, there's no key, other Keegan Allen. <laughs> there's not a million of you out there. There's only one. And you're fucking amazing. No, thank you. In I, so many ways. And your brilliance is is incredible. There's there's so many dummies around. I'm oh, sorry. No. <laughs> your, your, your mind is like off the charts. No, no. It, Thank it you. is. I adore you. You're amazing. There's not a bunch of you out there. That's bullshit. What I mean is like to come on the, no. come on here and talk about acting and shit. It's like th- this is su- this is such an important podcast from from me because when you reached out to me, I was in the middle of the forest, okay, and I had like limited reception, and it was just weird that when you reached out to me, I was in the midst of a meditation and I was thinking about the fact that. You had said, okay, so I met with you last year around June or July, I can't remember, and you said, you texted me, the winds of change are all around you. And I was like, (laughs) but what was funny is like, yeah, it's funny, but to me at that moment, I was in a really scary place and I had a lot of a cyclonic feeling around me. So when you said that, it brought me into this place of so much peace and, and, and honestly, like, um, acceptance, something that I never had felt in my entire life mm-hmm. of understanding. And the fact that you were able to do, like, it was weird that you did, you said it exactly at this moment. You like dropped the stone in the pond at this moment that it did not make any waves. It just felt like the, mo- like the perfect moment for, for me to hear that. And then we did a reading and you gave me a bunch of information that came to you, a bunch of things that solidified for you and you told me and they resonated with me you gave me dates and i'm here to tell you you've nailed you nailed not just like a few of them like every single date it was as if you dartboarded blindfold behind you and hit every bullseye it was that it's that remarkable and that's why i'm here is because i wouldn't have traveled back 300 miles to to do this if i didn't believe in what you do to the point of where it 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 it's shocking, okay? But shocking in a way that's tangible and beautiful and re- and I have so much respect for what you do because a lot of people don't understand what it is that it takes to do this stuff. And you you know, you may have a, a day job and you may have all these other things going on in your life, but this is <laughs> oh, such a major <laughs> but this is such a major part of of your life that you share with people that are close to you and I think that it's important on the podcast for people to hear this side of of the street and I I could never my 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 journey in my life is is uh it, 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 it it's completely shadowed by the work that you do and it's very important oh god bless I, I, that's so crazy. I mean, it's just, it's like, um, so in, in service to others, we evolve, right? Mm. Like, uh, Muhammad Ali said, the, the, the service is the rent we pay for our place here on earth, mm. right? Something mm. like that. Mm. And, and the way you think is the way I think, but I don't think a lot of people think like this. No. Meaning you have my back right now. Yeah. Yeah. I do. And that's what's making me, my heart ache because I think a lot of people don't have a lot of people's backs. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. 
and you showed up for me today. And this is so corny that I'm crying, but it's just a lot of people in these times don't have each other's backs. And I really wish they would. Mm -hmm. I really wish they would. Because I've dealt with a lot of people not showing up for me. And I've had insane things happen. And there's no way to really say, like, this really happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's a few, but there's other ones where it's like some mind blowing shit happened, and I wish I could tell someone. Yeah. I wish I could tell someone. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. because it's like I'm not crazy. You know, I'm not fucking crazy. No, I know you're not. That's why I felt very. I felt it was important for me to to validate what's what it is. Uh, Keegan, I just wanted to say, uh, we were just talking off camera, off mic, (laughs) (laughs) about the fact that um, I think there's there's something about, um, well, just your character Hmm. and the fact that you um, actually care for other people. You are interested in elevating others. Hmm. And I really love that quality in a person. I think it's rare. Um, you have no agenda today when you uh, don't care about opportunities. That defines your character in a beautiful way. Mm. So I appreciate you. Hey, I appreciate you too. You, you, you really helped me a lot. And um, you know anybody who, who dives into this with, with you, Heather, um, uh, you know, expectation outcome is one of the biggest foes, I think, or issues with this situation is you know it's it's not a magic trick um and you have to come into this with an open mind and that possibly there's a curriculum that you don't quite understand yet and uh the things that you've pointed out for me have been so elevated and so satiating to my soul and my abilities were elevated because of your belief in me and your um a passion for understanding how I could reach those goals, dreams, desires, or even mend those uh, broken bones, I think. There's a lot of mending that has happened, healing. Um, but it was not uh, in a way that I think most people would understand, the, which is why, again, why I'm here, why I appreciate you, why I think you need to keep doing these and tell, and don't be afraid to tell your, your side of the street in your story right because right. um, it is really important well I so appreciate your eloquence your grace your intellect intellect your intelligence <laughs> whatever you call it good god um, you're amazing Keegan this was like you made my whole month what month is this February <laughs> you made my February uh, you really did. This thanks. was so much fun. I thank, thank you. you. Yeah, fun for me too. And again, every time that you've taken the time to help me, um, you know, put my ducks in a row, so to speak, uh, it's really been a, a great experience. So uh, thank you for having me on the show. And uh, thank you. Yeah. This was a blast. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> if you smoked pot, which I don't think you do, <laughs> we'd smoke a big reefer right now. Oh, man. Thanks. <laughs> I, hey, look. <laughs> I love that. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, my love. All right. Thank you. Of course. If you liked today's episode, please leave me a rating and review. And don't forget to subscribe. 
Thank you for listening. For more info about me, visit my website at heatherovel.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.